0: Welcome, Welcome to, to
1: Biscuits. And ham. Uh, we're back. Sweet baby Jesus. Woo! We are back. That felt good. The music felt right. You yeah. know, we were doing like a shimmy shake shag dance. Yeah. It just feels good. Oh, I like that song a lot. It is amazing. <laughs> and we're amazing. And we're back. You know, look. About th- what is it, a three-week hiatus? Three-week hiatus. I just looked. Last time we recorded was August 29th. Oh, wow. It is now September 23rd. And believe us, listeners, it hurt us as much as it hurt you. But sometimes a break is a good thing. Yeah. And let me just justify this break for a minute. Okay. Um, We, I was feeling it in the numbers this summer. I felt like people were busy. I felt like we, you know, we have our core, you know, 35-ish that are very regular weekly listeners. And we believe we heard from almost all of you on our break. You know, there was some concern. Mm
0: -hmm. Are we dropping
1: the pod? (laughs) Is it over? Are we dashing dreams? But what I realized, I had a few friends say I'm behind and I could tell people felt guilty about it. So as we've given this break, I announced to our Facebook friends, hey, take the time, catch up, listen to some old favorites. And I have seen it in the numbers. Our 25 extras that are also regular, that were just busy with life, they've been listening. They're catching up. And they're up. caught up.
0: Okay. And now they're ready. And now they're for ready. More.
1: And there's like um, one major thing that I need to tell you that happened. Um, new country? Yeah. I mean, not only do we have one new country, Ooh. not only do we have uh, two new countries. What? I feel like we have 73 new countries. (laughs) I'm just going to read them off because now I'm getting confused what we ever had. This is the dawning of the age of age of of Romania, age of Albania, Australia. We had Australia already. Okay, so here's uh-huh. our new ones. None of them rhyme with the song. <laughs> Australia. I was like, it was like going through this, and I was like, Wait.
0: Part of the fun is making them rhyme. I Just know. try.
1: Okay. As you, you can read it. Um. Okay. United States. <laughs> yeah. Ninety-nine percent of our <laughs> listeners reside here. Mexico. Uh-huh. Uh huh. you that. Germania. See. United Kingdomania. Uh huh. Okay, uh, United Kingdom. Yeah, Russell. Uh, Russell. Cheerio. Jack. Cheerio. Alison Bain. I'll see you. um, Canada. Uh-huh. Puerto Rico, uh-huh. <laughs> Grecia. <laughs> Ooh, new. Greece. Greece is new. I'm pretty sure I can trace it to Ani. She oh. was traveling in Greece and she promised she would catch up and I, I think she clearly did. I don't know if Ani went to other countries. I talked to her yesterday and that was on my list for her and we ran out of time because Maybe yeah. it's her digital footprint it's all over just the her globe. It's trotting around. Where in the world is Annie Arameans? What okay. else? Uh, Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Australia. Yes. New Zealand. Nice. If Ani went from Greece to New Zealand. That doesn't make that sense. That seems hard. Yeah. So I think that's a new. Um, Ooh. Switzerland. Ooh. Also new. Three new countries. Grecia. New Zealandia. <laughs> Switzerlandia. <laughs> welcome welcome to all of you write us at biscuits in the ham at gmail.com and tell us about your life and how you found us yes um also tell us is what we talk about interesting to you when you live in new zealand also tell us
0: what do you want us to talk about yeah topics
1: gators crocodiles kangaroos any, uh, you know, there's nothing that's You think they would want us to talk about their <laughs> country's wildlife? They might be interested <laughs> in knowing our perceptions of their country's wildlife. I would want to know that. I'd love to know. I mean, we don't even have good wildlife, but I'd love to know if there's things we have, like... We have good wildlife. Green, we have, we skunks, have brown possles. bears.
0: No, we have brown bears. We have mountain lions. I just feel like... In the this grizzlies, thing, like, the most treacherous... Do they
1: have those in Australia? No, grizzly bears? How would they even get I there? feel like
0: grizzly bears are like North
1: America. Yeah. all right. I'll
0: put our wildlife up against your wildlife. Yeah. Well, Australia. Thank you. We'll
1: see you, koala bear, and we'll raise you grizzly. <laughs> see you on the other yeah. side, Australia. We got wildlife. Yeah, let's have a wildlife off. We got wolves. Yeah, wolves are We tough. got coyotes. Tigers. Not really in real life, though. We
0: don't have tigers, but we do have big cats. In zoos, we a have mountain big Mountain lion, cats. bobcats.
1: Bobcats, mountain lions, cougars. I feel yeah, like we got some jougs. Sure. Not yeah. just
0: me.
1: <laughs> You're animals. such a cook. So yeah, that's an exciting update for you. That
0: is exciting.
1: I got excited about one country. I got excited about two. I got even more excited about three. Um, And I felt like you should know that. Um,
0: Do we want to tell people why the break?
1: Yes. Get into that a little let's bit. Let's talk about that. Because
0: we, it started with a conference that we had mm-hmm. fully intended
1: on. We were going to report live from the conference in Chicago. Laura was insistent and overly optimistic the whole time, which led me to be very, you know, overly optimistic that we would make that work.
0: Yeah, I pictured it.
1: Both of us forgot what it's like when you go to a conference and you barely even eat, let alone record a podcast. You arguably were busier than me. I conferenced the shit out of that conference. You really did. It's like my best work.
0: Being a vendor at a conference is a much different thing than being an attendee where you can just kind of
1: do your own
0: around and yeah get schmoozed and the pace is very
1: intense as a vendor Mm -hmm. and uh i i did like a laura schedule to myself i really packed her in but i i it was very successful you could point to the roi and say i had i've already pointed to the roi frankly you're welcome good yeah he'll be back um, next yeah. year. I hung out with you I mean, for a full 24 hours and then I never saw you again. Oh my
0: god. That's the way
1: conferences go.
0: I know and I kept like texting you and being like, "But well, what about
1: now?" Yeah. Or calling her and her phone was dead. I'm like, <laughs> "Why are you My first phone was KD? dead the whole time we yeah. were there." It was yeah. Such a scandal. Further, um we didn't even have a place to record. Mm-hmm. We were both kicked out of our hotel rooms like where yeah. would we have done that? Then Laura was trying to get me to zoom in on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I was hungover. Yeah. Not capable of of breathing, let alone potting. Yeah. So then. So then
0: we go from conference to Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. I host a banger Mm -hmm. of a party. Shout out to Jessie Miller-McGann, yes, a.k.a. Grandma. She catered. Not able
1: to be here tonight. Shout out to Grandma and her soup that we ate. We'll even to though her. she's gonna be here. yeah, we'll
0: get to the zoo. Of course, yes. Yeah, but yeah, she's still feeding us she's even when she's not here. But you know, grandma is starting her catering mm-hmm, business, mm-hmm. and I knew I was gonna be out of town, and I was having like 30 people over for Labor yeah. Day yeah. uh Sunday. So she made, I hired her
1: to cater Michael and I actually got in a fight about this snackers. because he told me you you hired her for this party, and I was yeah. like, no, she didn't. Yeah. I did. I didn't realize you're such a good little friend. Yeah,
0: of course.
1: You contracted her. I out.
0: contracted her out because her, her
1: first gig was such a raving success. Yeah,
0: I paid her real American dollars. Okay, okay. Um, and she delivered. She made of she did. because she, she didn't, didn't even stag. show up to attend the party. Well, that's the thing. How weird would that have been? if she's like, "I'm not coming because I I invited them to come, of course." Yeah. But she, they had, they were going out of town. They had stuff Labor to do. Day, yeah. yeah, she said, "I can't stay." But um, <clears throat> she made barbecue pork meatballs. Mm-hmm. She made her bacon wrapped jalapenos that were so mm-hmm. good. She that was, made those always slay. Yeah, she made pasta salad.
1: I literally thought, "Do you want to know what I thought?" Yeah, I thought. <laughs> Natalie made the meatballs <laughs> I gave her credit I gave for no cu- reason for at all. no reason I gave your cousin Sarah credit for the pasta salad oh. I just divvied out all the things that Jesse made except for the poppers I knew those were a signature dish and the, cookies. and the cookies but I just thought as she always does I did, I just assume Jesse comes to your house every weekend with those yeah. things. just in case you need well them. she normally does if yeah. she's coming to party yeah.
0: but the the meatballs and the pasta salad yeah. <laughs> I didn't intention. even know but what was so great about it was I really, all I had to worry about was the meat.
1: Yeah. Everyone
0: brought stuff. And did we you go to Arby's did... so
1: we got the meats?
0: No, <laughs> we didn't get the meats. Well, we got the meats, but no, we, we did, did the wing dings again. We did the signature mm-hmm. wings mm-hmm. that were a crowd pleaser. Yes. And we did um, a London broil.
1: Mm-hmm. And I did the
0: marinade that we mm-hmm. talked about a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a delight, and I got to like enjoy the food and sit and eat and not and rush hang around out. and be yeah. a hostess. And I really didn't.
1: You are it entering great. A, a great phase in your life, which I feel like we have to learn the hard way because we come from a generation of people that like really wanted to do everything themselves, yeah. and there's like a point in pride in that. Yes, I've really discovered the joy of paying people to do things. Yeah, like there's just some things fundamentally that are fun. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that are a chore. Yeah. And if it falls in the category of the chore and I can easily contract that workout, I do it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's a lot of work getting ready for a party. Yes. And so, you know, I, I mean, I had to focus on that, like cleaning the house yeah. and getting everything organized, but to not have to worry about prepping food other than the meat was, re- it was really nice. Here she comes to sit the It did make me also think about like just catering because i mean we spend even when we're the ones doing Mm -hmm. all the work we spend a shit ton on on the food so Mm -hmm. it's like if i'm gonna already spend five six hundred dollars which is what it is
1: Mm
0: -hmm. then i'll spend double and someone else cater it it. yeah
1: i mean you got a point i
0: know and i can't afford it to do it all the time because i mean who am i the (laughs)
1: Rockefellers. but (laughs) this was always your dream though yeah. When I first met you. you I love were, the doing it. I do love. Doing no, I know. But you were like a young, ambitious little uh, go-getter, right? Mm-hmm. When we first met. And I remember saying to you when I discovered what a good cook, cook you are, you should be a chef. You're such a good cook. And you said, I will have a chef, but I will not be a chef.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I like that answer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Look
1: at you.
0: It, you know, Even uh, then you knew. we were, we went to Charleston. So Picture this, kids. Let's back this train <laughs> up. The The weekend before our conference in Chicago, yes. I was in Charleston.
1: You were going. So
0: I went from a long weekend in Charleston, which was amazing, to the conference, to Labor Day. But when we were in Charleston for my friend's 40th, they, we rented this, my friend's husband did. It was a incredible beach house. Mm -hmm. And they had a party on Saturday night and Mm -hmm. brought in a catering company. Mm -hmm. And I sat and watched those guys cook and
1: serve. They had a
0: bartender. He was amazing. This is the thing. So
1: cute. Every time I watch like Real Housewives and they go on one of their legendary trips, there's always that person that comes in and cooks for them like that. And I've been thinking like for a trip sometime in the future, We need to rent a house somewhere on a beach somewhere. And we also need to hire a chef like that. Yeah. Maybe not the whole time, but for like a couple of days. How awesome would that be? Especially
0: with a larger group. Because you end up, I mean, we've talked about this, like we did the the Outer Banks Mm -hmm. beach house. And it's like you are cooking and cleaning up all day.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: you know, it's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love that. Okay. So our big lesson in our wait time was learn to contract. Out. <laughs> learn to
0: contract out. More. Okay. Wait. So so we... we had a great time.
1: Yeah. And then and then
0: that Labor Day Tuesday uh-huh. rolls around, uh-huh. and we find out that one of my family members had been exposed to COVID
1: to the Delta variants.
0: They test positive on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday evening, it was like two in the morning. Thursday, my yeah. daughter wakes up um with a fever mm-hmm. complaining that she doesn't feel well
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm starting to not feel great but mm-hmm. I'm kind of like
1: well maybe maybe it's in my head. Head. yeah like
0: eh.
1: which all... to be fair I feel like we even talked that day and I kind of helped you just get in the place where maybe it was in your head yeah like Laura is definitely someone that when we worked in an office together mm-hmm. and someone would be like oh no I have a cold For about the next three days, you would be like, my eyes are glassy. I feel like. My face feels tight. They're glassy right now. (laughs) My hands are clammy. Yeah. (laughs) Always with the the glassy eyes. Always the glassy eyes. And I'd be like, I don't think they look that glassy. Yeah. Well. I tried to talk you out of it. I was like. Yeah, yeah, you did. And we
0: even debated, thank God we didn't, um, because we were going to record that Thursday. Yes. So you're like. And we kept pushing,
1: too. It was like a sign. Like we talked about doing it Tuesday, Mm
0: -hmm. then Tuesday
1: flew by, then Wednesday, you know, like we kept pushing it. And by the time we were supposed to do it, it was like, no, we're we're not recording because your family's Yeah. I'm
0: like, well, let's, we'll get tested. And then, you know, maybe if it comes back negative, well, we get tested Friday, Mm -hmm. the whole family, Stella's positive, Mm -hmm. me and Davide are negative, but I felt
1: like crap. I didn't realize you guys tested negative. We tested negative. Did you get tested again? No, you should, because we had it. Oh, that's infuriating. Yeah, I mean,
0: so we—it was I mean, I know the, the rapid. Test isn't
1: like, yeah, yeah, okay, it was okay. the rapid.
0: If they set it off, who knows? But yeah. I mean, it—we tested negative. But I was like, I feel awful. Yeah, and I was probably like a day or two ahead of Davide, where I'm like, uh-huh. we have it. Like, yeah. there's no way. And then, sure enough, within a couple of days, it's like we—the horrible body aches, the fatigue,
1: we lose our sense of smell and taste. Then we're quarantined, so we can't even see each other. Mm-mm. We'd just talk for hours on the phone sometimes, and yeah. you'd say, don't let me go. I'd be like, Forever. I miss you. Like, just, it was tragic. It was. And then I have all these people worrying about us. Are mm-hmm. you okay? Yeah. Are you going to do, you know, then- Have you Karen, given up? Yeah. Have you Karen quit? calls me yesterday. The hash says, I mean, look, I thought the whole reason I guest started was in case you needed me. And I said, well, here's the deal. Before we even knew you had COVID, but we thought maybe you did have COVID. I said, let's just, I'm going to announce it. We're going to give ourselves the permission to take a mini break. Yeah. Because we were so dead set on weekly. Yeah. And we were going to do every week and that was it. But once I released us from that pressure, it allowed you to get better and take care of your family, getting better and all those things. It allowed me, I was like really busy at work. So it actually ended up like, not being a welcome break because I missed it terribly, mm-hmm. but like it was okay. Yeah, I had a lot going on, and I felt like a little hiatus charged me right up. Well, I don't disagree. You're not fully charged, you're still a little glassy eyed, yeah. and your yeah. palms are still clammy. You're I am still a little it.
0: clammy, <laughs> a little glassy eyed. I have like a the the my ears are like plugged up, uh-huh. so I can't, my head is really still very
1: stuffy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um. You so, wanted to
1: record two tonight. We're not going to do that. I'm I'm not going to allow it.
0: Yeah.
1: I just, well, that's fair. I have to absorb your energy and mm-hmm. spirit. I, I, and I, I know what you're capable that. of. Sometimes um, better than you
0: do. And I appreciate all the silver linings to missing these few yes. weeks. Yes. But I really wanted us to do every week.
1: <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I receive you. Well, Karn said to me yesterday, we were talking about it, He's like, have you guys ever thought about shifting to bi weekly, like every other week?
0: Once you move, we might have to because you're moving
1: That's true. 75 well,
0: million miles away. So,
1: listeners, let us know. Is our pace too intense for you? Do you like it? Yada, yada, yada. Chime in. We're okay I to think you the bet.
0: beauty of, and again, I mean, we, we'll we never stop
1: just, it. I just want you guys to yeah. know it will go forever until we die. <laughs> so, that we'll commit <laughs> we'll to right like now. 87 like, and, uh, I'll be this like, this morning <laughs> I had a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, well, I was walking to get to my mail. And I slipped on that little part of the carpet. I've been telling them they should fix it. Broke my other hip. Just got this hip. Actually, I think my bones are very tough. See what you
0: guys have to look forward to?
1: We're going to make it interesting. We're going to talk about puzzles and knitting and CSI and any other old person. interesting.
0: Speaking of making it interesting, what did you have in your little notebook? Oh my God, I have so many
1: items. Okay. First of all uh have you watched the lula row documentary no but
0: i have that on my list Omg, i want you get on i it. know i haven't been watching tv because i'm having such trouble sleeping okay so i i'm just like trying to not do those screens but can you please break it down yes. for me because i want to yes. know yes. your takeaways yes. we've talked yes. about the multi-level marketing mm-hmm. stuff it's
1: fascinating and it's great and it's only like four episodes so it's very easy Ooh, to take in okay and uh I Michael and I watched it together, and essentially, um, you know, Lululemon leggings, you may remember they have crazy got patterns, bears. and I think they were probably the, one of the first, there was probably, like, a skin thing, but the, one of the first, like, things I started seeing on Facebook with people peddling mm-hmm. it, and it's the first, like, really, but there's only been around, like, four or five years, not as long as you think, but it's, like, the first like side hustle, a lady boss, yeah. all of that nonsense. Do you want to know that. who
0: introduced it to me? Who? Neighbor Becky. Of course. She. We were drunk. Uh huh. Well, you know, drinking wine. I yeah. shouldn't say drunk. Um, <laughs> and she was like this woman that I know yeah. sells these leggings. They're amazing, yeah. and she does this sale, and there's like a limited number of mm-hmm. whatever you can get. You have to comment on her Facebook mm-hmm. when you want stuff because she'll just post. Things. Yeah, yeah. So we drank wine, and this. And I bought all this stuff that did. I didn't even like know what it was. But I'll tell you what, I got a couple of really solid pieces.
1: Well, here's the thing. You know. You have that dress that I really yeah, like. Yeah,
0: with the pocket. I
1: just commented on that the other day, but I'll never buy from them because they're crooks. But basically, the people that run it are Mormons. Okay. And... Um,
0: Where do they make the clothes?
1: in utah probably i mean they like they're great quality they like do their they started in their kitchen and the the thing was when they started they had like a cult following because they were like apparently like the softest leggings, they are very and soft. so these people would get them and then they would be like oh my god yeah everybody needs these and then yeah. lula, the, the 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 husband and wife duo uh of lula roe who Mr. Are and a Mrs. street, Uh, they would say, "Well, you should sell them. All you have to do is sell X amount of leggings and get your friends to sell them." And so off they went. As with all things, the early people in made a ton of cash. But at the end of it, you just got a bunch of little minions doing the work, but they don't have anybody underneath them, and so they never make money. And um, they got up to, I think like 98,000 retailers, AKA individuals selling these wow. leggings, but as they grew the leggings. So one of the things was they'd just go by patterns and they'd make as many as they could. And that would be it. So you would be like, there was an element of it to your point of yeah. like supply and demand and like, Oh my God, do you have to get it? Or try it out a black and you'll hair. never get them again. I'll tell you what,
0: yeah. 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 So the Disney ones.
1: The All these seasonal. things started happening at the same uh-huh. time. One of which was the leggings started coming over ripped, moldy, smelling of mold, wet, uh, inappropriate. Like a lot of things laying over the ladies' private part of the leggings that were like tacos, hamburgers, chicken wings like everything (laughs) that felt wrong about when you put that on and stare at yourself over and over and over again Uh, and as they were raising these concerns Lou LaRoe was doing the old who did no mm -mm, there's no that's not a problem no no issues here and um they grew way too fast their product they didn't have the product to sell it and then it's like the whole promise of these like leggings that you can only get this one moment in time and they started you know these girls would be like getting shipments and they'd be like wait a minute this dice pattern was supposed to be exclusive and was two years ago and here it is again like Mm -hmm. something about this is not washing Mm -hmm. right so as you get deeper in it they really start ingratiating that it's all it's really kind of tricky and gross it's all about family and they're family first And the whole goal of LuLaRoe is so that you can grow your business to the point where your husband doesn't even have to have a job and it can just be about your family and which is twisted and weird. Mm -hmm. So what happens is they end up recruiting these husband and wife teams whereby the man isn't selling it, but he's like doing videos for the wife and like supporting her because they make it such a big thing. And like, that's the goal to be able to support yourself on this. So, um, you know, Michael and I were watching this and I said, I turned to him and I said, pause it. And he paused it. And I said, you know, I don't believe in any of these things, but if you and I sold Lululemon leggings, like we in the early it. days, how good of a husband wife team would it have made? And Michael goes, oh, for sure. If we want to, one of the early companies, we'd be millionaires. <laughs> Um, so the, you recognize yeah. the, the opportunity well, was oh, As with all of that uh-huh. stuff, you get in early and congratulations. Yeah. But um, the idea of it being about family is totally like a cult hook mm-hmm. and a lie because all of these women end up constantly only doing Lulu row round the clock, Facebook videos and shipping and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, they're like, I never saw my family. And they had these weird things of like, We'll contract that out. Contract out your your children to nannies. Contract out your housewife. To you got to do what you got to do so that you can keep your business going because it's about your family. Like it's real You're messed like, up. Oh, well, this feels counterproductive. And the, the couple that is over it. I really want you to watch it because I need your insight on which one of those two is really the the king or queen narcissist running the show, and which one is playing backup. Okay. Because I can't quite decide who the the woman is like very Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. And over animated picture. and so much makeup and so much look. And so like, you gotta go out and work your business and just real weird. But I kind of maybe think she's the crazy one and the mm-hmm. husband just really but then I also think the husband is just recognizing that she's crazy and he's like puppeting her maybe so watch it get back to me um I also went in a deep 9-11 hole Mm. um, 20 year universe
0: yeah and
1: one of the things that I watched that quite literally I just sobbed the whole time but I think everyone should watch it if you didn't find it in your DVRs slash menus or wherever on Hulu it's probably everywhere but 60 no not 60 minutes um ABC I think did like a few nights of like specials and one of them was about the spouses of people that lost Mm. people but i watched this one about the children of 9-11 there and this is the one Mm. i think everyone should watch which sounds like so depressing but it was actually even though i sobbed the whole time and was so sad it was also really uplifting there's like 63 kids i think that you know, the wife was pregnant when the husband went to work that day or went to do whatever that day and didn't come home. And some of them were like three days after 9-11 mm-hmm. delivering babies. I mean, just these, you can't even imagine what they were going mm-hmm. through. And now all these kids are 20. Oh my god. And Diane Sawyer, who I happen to think is a peach and a gem, I always, I've always loved yeah. her. Yeah. She has gotten together with these kids every year. Um, Like she got them all together for the year anniversary. And then again, when they were like five and then again, like when they were 10. And so she's developed these relationships with all of them. And they were the most beautiful children with the most beautiful stories. Some of them, like I'm getting goosebumps. Some of them looked exactly like their dads. Some of them Went to be firemen and worked the same firehouse, just like their dad. And like you see their pictures and you think, oh, my God, what a legacy they live on, even though they never even met their dad. And there was this one really cool thing that one of the moms learned. So there was um, a Muslim lady who was one of the mothers and um, Diane Sawyer. This is the first time they got all the moms and all the kids together in a while. and She just kind of noticed that she was moving on the edges of I can't remember if it was this time or a previous time and anyways it it was right after 9-11 and she was saying how hard it is for her how people respond to her because she's Muslim and she's also a victim of it all yeah you know has this child and blah 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 and so anyways these two the Muslim mother and another woman became really good friends and she she said that she just, you know, learned so much from her and she would never know her in normal circumstances if it weren't for this weird connection. And she said that she taught her this such a sweet thing that I wanted to share, which was, um, you know, when you're raising kids who don't even know who their father was, like, how do you talk about that? And how do you keep that person alive? And the Muslim woman taught this lady this trick that she had a video when her little boy was like two and they had developed this thing that she would say and she would say um where's daddy and the little boy would say in heaven and she said and how do you feel him and she said he says I close my eyes and look inside my heart and I just thought that was the sweetest thing I ever heard and applies to anybody that's passed away absolutely you know So anyways, I went deep down that rabbit hole. Um, Karen Bruner told me that she made Don Bruner watch Sex Slash Life after we talked about it. And that's haunted me uh, for a really long time. Uh
0: I feel it's like your your dad watching She told me that three weeks ago and
1: it has been in my notes. And I said, No. That wasn't for you guys. You weren't supposed to listen to that. I don't
0: mind that Karen watched it. But A heat
1: that she made. Did she watch it. tell And him imagine, she... she said biscuits in the hammer. I'm going talk about it. we got to watch it. Heather Laura says we should watch it. And I said, no, "No, you weren't supposed to. we didn't say that. That's not for you guys. This
0: is like the time. And then Don
1: thinks that we're making her watch it. No, no,
0: no. This is like the time (gasps) that I suggested. No, I didn't suggest it. The time I mentioned to my aunt and uncle and my grandma that Requiem for a Dream was an amazing film. And then the next thing you know, your mom's got questions. And And your grandma has even more questions. Next thing you know, it's, you know the scene. (laughs) A to A, say no more. And I'm like my my uncle was horrified because he's Make like he, he watches like arnold schwarzenegger uncle movies scott. yeah uncle scott yeah. that's his genre
1: and you and they watched to that.
0: requiem i never thought they were it's gonna your watch
1: fault it for bringing up that it was good oh i think you should have just said i, I was, was it.
0: being uh you know i don't think it's your type i was in that i was in that stage in my life where i loved a deep weird movie i know that's like, awesome when you liked the Angry Inch. when you liked her Oh, her's great.
1: I hate her.
0: No, what?
1: Yes. I her just, is good. I just referenced it to Kylie today. I was like, it's the worst.
0: All right, Catherine, are you ready to go to brunch? <laughs> yes, let's go to brunch. Before we go to brunch, we took a, our little interlude <laughs> break. <laughs> and I have to she tell you. She pulls up Instagram, and this is the first thing she sees. I pull up Instagram, and I was like, oh, my God, Catherine. <laughs> Man stole $122 million from Facebook and Google by simply sending them random bills, which they paid.
1: <laughs> what a grand scheme that is.
0: And someone, the caption was, sounds like the only thing he stole was Comcast Business
1: <laughs> Sounds like he stole the extended warranty on the phone. One of
0: the comments said, it's not stealing when you ask nicely. I mean. <laughs> it's not. How many bills are they getting? They hundred and twenty two million. Like what I wonder what dollar amount he was sending them to where it was like not just innocuous like enough. Ten like, grand.
1: No, I feel like know? no. I feel like he was just pulling in like a <laughs> what if he was going to different departments and just getting <laughs> like two eighty nine here, two eighty nine there. But he- not two eighty nine nine, just like two hundred and eighty nine dollars. Something real easy that's just gonna get processed. But like and monthly think of all the things when you do business for the first time with someone that like that company needs, like, why did no one ever go to him and be like, I need mean, like a W9 no, yeah. or w- whatever. W9. W- w- yeah. I was going to say W2. I was like, wait, is that it? It's it? just like, yeah. How did he get in their billing system? Google who's processing the Facebook. bills. What was he saying that he did for them? They must just think about how many bills passed through there though. That's incredible. It's amazing how they find out. He also looks like R- Ricky Gervais, he is a
0: legend. <laughs> he will be played by DiCaprio in the film. What's his
1: name? Can we find out his name?
0: Man, just man, just
1: man. I like it. Okay, anyways.
0: Um, you ready to go to brunch?
1: I am ready to go to brunch.
0: So, part of My COVID symptoms, you guys, was not being able to smell or taste
1: for a few days. Which is probably the most tragic thing that could ever happen to you. It
0: was devastating.
1: There was a moment in time where a sweet, sweet, sweet (laughs) friend says to me, I will have it back in a week. Yeah. And I said, if this has taught you anything, perhaps it has taught you that maybe you don't know what will happen. She's like, well, fair, but I think I can get this back. And I said, well, maybe just say it's coming back. And don't put a timeline on it. I don't want you to be disappointed, but you.
0: It started coming back within yeah. a couple of days of saying You put saying it in the
1: universe and then, it, and then it came back to you. Yeah.
0: It was an everything bagel. I was like, oh. made an everything bagel. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, Damini, I can smell it.
1: There you go. And
0: I'm like, wafting it. Yes. I'm like, I can smell the bagel.
1: I can smell the bagel. And I couldn't wipes. really
0: taste the bagel, but then it was like a slow progression uh-huh. back.
1: That was a smart thing to cook mm-hmm.
0: my dad gave me that advice he said make a lot of savory things uh-huh. like make like a pasta sauce make
1: red chili flakes. yeah, yeah. oh yeah just spice it up and out. lots of spice yeah.
0: i was like drinking hot sauce of course and it was only a few days <laughs> i act like it was like how I'm... was
1: your gi system
0: uh, That's perfect <laughs> pretty perfect um no but i was literally you guys like i made i had the who probably the tiger sauce
1: timmy ashton To be Ashton, Mm -hmm. thank you. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and so I basically knocked that that. bottle back. Um, but it was devastating, and I was texting the girls like on the Soul Chain, like I know that this is maybe dramatic, but I am devastated. Well, if I don't get my loss of taste, like or my loss, what? If you reverse (laughs) that, if I don't get my taste of loss,
1: wait. If I don't win my taste back, if it, does it doesn't seem that, like winning my taste back is the right phrase, but it also it feels, feels right. right. If I don't win my taste back, I don't, then I'm going
0: to, I, I, it's going to be dire. I would have, um,
1: if you needed it, I would have assisted you in death if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that takes a lot of enjoyment yeah. out of life. Why would you go to a restaurant ever mm-hmm. again? Why would you ever eat anything? I didn't want to again? eat.
0: I was like annoyed by having to eat. And yeah. I'm like, I mean, I guess I'll have like
1: yogurt. What A, to, a piece of toast. You should see how skinny, how skinny she is in her little black jeans though. <laughs> it works. You know, it always works. You get a little, Lose your taste. You know, your calves probably look great too. I bet they do. Extra slender. Do you muscular. see my new
0: boots?
1: Fresh oh, off the truck. oh
0: okay girl. Fresh off the Amazon truck.
1: Those are real cute. Okay. About seven inches taller than I wear, but I They're like They are
0: very comfortable.
1: surprisingly. Will you find those for me in a nice flat with a yeah. quarter inch wedge? <laughs> <laughs> sure can. Thank you.
0: Um, so thank God my taste has recovered yes. because we had a delightful dinner.
1: Yeah, well, Grandma Miller um could not join us tonight, but like the deer that she is, she still said Loris. Swing on by. I got soup and bread. I got cheeseburger soup,
0: which she's been, she's been tempting me with this soup yes. for
1: days. Yeah, because she knew I was
0: still like coming off being sick, and she's like, "Want me to? I'll send it with Brian." Uh-huh. She's like, "Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll save it for the pot." I'm like, "I want this yeah. soup!"
1: Well, thank God, she picked Laura picked it up for us. Yes, so good. And the thing is, Jesse, will get mad at me for saying this, but she did make me some cheeseburger soup last winter, mm-hmm. and um, it's still in my freezer because. I feel like right after she gave it to me, the weather kind of turned and it seemed like such like a thick, hearty soup that I wasn't sure what to do in the springtime with to it. It turned
0: spring? Yeah. Oh.
1: So, and I've also always wondered like, what was served with this? Like, I just pictured it to almost, which is, ugh, of course it's not. I should have known better. I, I was never doubting grandma Miller, but I always pictured the consistency of like almost queso picture real thick
0: or like hamburger helper yes well i think maybe we have to rename it
1: yes it's cheeseburger
0: soup because it's not it's almost like a beer cheese soup with like beef,
1: there you go like beef but in it's it. it's thin which is good yeah it needs to be thin but it's, it's like very a, savory it's and like rich. a broth that tastes of cheese mm-hmm. so beer cheesy mm-hmm. and then it had As with all things, she's so cute with the tininess that she cuts Mm -hmm. things up. So carrots, sausage.
0: Sausage, ground beef.
1: Ground beef. Potatoes. Potatoes.
0: And a little bit of celery. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was really good and spicy.
0: Yeah. Very spicy. It was a delight. Well, I say very, but like the perfect amount. The perfect amount. You didn't have to add any hot sauce to it.
1: So even though she wasn't here to feed us, Mm -hmm. she fed us. Of course she did because she's an angel.
0: I had a real chill today mm-hmm. and wanted soup for lunch mm-hmm. and I went to this place by our office called Bendy Walk. It's uh-huh. like a new it's like Thai, like Asian. Really okay. It's it's fairly new.
1: Like fast casually.
0: Um fast casually, it's cool. They have a cool bar in okay, it. Okay. They had this really weird, very gory um like Asian film on that was just people covered in blood, crawling around on the ground. So I just kept eating and being like, what am I watching?
1: But I was like, that doesn't sound like something I want to watch while I eat. It
0: was a weird combination
1: of like. Sometimes I feel like things like that go on in other countries and it's very normal, Mm -hmm. but here it feels very abrupt and odd.
0: Well, we kept, I was the only one facing it. So like, I kept commenting to to the people. I was just like, this, what am I watching? This is so strange. Every time I look up, they're like, crawling in a puddle of blood towards each other. It's like in the caption, like the subtitles were on. They're like, one more kiss. I'm like, what? What is happening?
1: It feels like the season of American Horror Story with Lady Gaga in the hotel. It was like a
0: very Asian Quentin Tarantino
1: situation. I wouldn't advise them. You know, not a sponsor, not but a I would sponsor. advise them to possibly look into some other films.
0: But it is soup weather, okay. as we yeah. know. And Obviously. I, I had a chill today, and Jesse didn't send Ryan with my cheeseburger soup. Mm-hmm. But I had this soup that was, um, like, coconut milk, chili paste, lime broth okay. with chicken and fresh um, mushrooms uh-huh. and fresh half cherry tomatoes, which sounds very weird. Okay, and I thought it was weird. Um, with like green onions and and there was like some ginger to it. Okay. It was so delicious. Okay, like light and just airy and yeah. light. I think we're gonna get into more soups, you guys. Okay, okay. some soup recipes. Have you ever
1: had six months Oh yeah, yeah. Six that's good five. when it gets cold or anytime I have mm-hmm. a cold, I always want to get that.
0: Yeah. Um, they are very
1: good egg rolls, too, in case you didn't know. You probably don't order them because you're too healthy.
0: I have not had their egg and
1: rolls. And their, like, little dipping sauce is mm. really good.
0: Well, I love a peanut sauce.
1: Oh, this is more of, like, Sweet sour. a plum sauce. But, mm. like, I don't even like plum sauce. It's, like, what a plum sauce should be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really um, good. There's also that ramen place at Bridge Park. I was going to ask Michael oh, if yeah. he's had
1: that. No. We've only been to Slurping Turtle. That's the only ramen place we've had.
0: There, Which I've had
1: twice. The first time I loved, and the second time mine was like, eh, I'm over it. The best
0: ramen I've ever had that was like a legit ramen at a restaurant. I'll never forget it had like the thinly sliced beef mm-hmm. and all of like the green onions yeah, or yeah. scallions or whatever. And then they had the per- most perfectly cooked egg. Yes.
1: Like it wasn't yes. too
0: runny. Yes. You know it's what like I'm soft about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah.
1: That's the key. Last time I actually got an extra egg because the first time I gave half of my egg to Michael and then I was like, I liked it so much that I got an extra egg this time. And this time it wasn't as good as it was the last time. Like the egg wasn't as perfect.
0: I've heard the ramen place at Bridge Park is good. We should check it out. Okay. Go
1: there. Come into it. And
0: I do feel like grandma's forte is soup.
1: I know. She
0: she should probably expand to ramen. Yeah.
1: Maybe grandma can make us ramen. Interesting. You know, she's never afraid.
0: You know what we need to bust out for some of these cookouts next what? summer? Are those the the ramen, like the Chinese uh, salad with the ramens? Have, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you don't even cook them. They might yeah. be crunchy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I and do know what you're sunflower talking about. And the almonds seeds or, whatever. or sunflower seeds, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Pepitos, if you will. Yeah. Whatever feels right for a crunch. Okay. Well, this listen. The brunch topic is like going <laughs> off the rails, <laughs> no. but. We're gonna bring you, we're gonna bring you some fall flavors, yeah, yeah, yeah. some yeah. soups, some some fall cocktails. Soup,
1: there it is. Sure I haven't
0: know. drank alcohol since uh Monday, September 6th. Is that Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my mom and my That's the last set. time for you. That's the last time I've drank a drop of alcohol.
1: Well, welcome back to the fall. Have some have yourself some fireball yeah. and apple cider and call it a day. It doesn't
0: sound good. I'm going to my 20th yeah. high school reunion yeah. on Saturday. You are? Yeah. Good for Natalie you. Natalie talked That's me into fun. it. That's fun. I'm actually excited because I'm going to wear see... a
1: watermelon sugar high? It's, I... too, it's, not, it's too summery. No. Season's over.
0: You know what I bought at the end of uh, this summer, which it was a weird purchase for summer, but I said, you're going to be happy you have yeah. this. It's a black sweatshirt from uh-huh. Express uh-huh. and the shoulders uh-huh. are all pearl studded. And it kind of, not like, not a like. sweatshirt? No, it's oh, like a okay, regular okay. crew neck sweatshirt. Okay. okay. I don't even think there's a puffy sleeve to it because that would be too much but it is their pearls okay. all over the shoulders, white pearls white pearls uh-huh. black sweatshirt white pearls okay um and they're kind of they're not like really tight clusters of pearls they're just kind of like loosely smattered, smattered okay. into a okay. nice
1: little shoulder pad okay situation will you just wear that with underwear <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay no, okay obviously and those new boots and- <laughs> <laughs> Just some light booty shorts. I
0: did think about wearing these yeah, boots, yeah. but like jeans, obviously.
1: At least cover your biscuits with yeah. some booty shorts. Yeah. Don't don't wear a thong It'd no. be inappropriate. For that your would be year. inappropriate. Yeah, people wouldn't trust you and believe in They'd your be high-powered like, career. Like, wow. They'd be like, but well, wear your pants. Good and to be like, see you. I just don't understand why we need to live by the rules yeah. of
0: pants. It's my? I think this is my first time attending a high school reunion.
1: It's not your first time wearing a shirt as a dress, though. No, we've done this before. <laughs> 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 or booty shorts. Now, wait a minute. First yeah. high school reunion. Yeah. You're going to have a great time. You get drunk. You talk with all sorts of people. You realize the people that you liked that you don't even remember why you liked. You're like, oh, I forgot. I love them. I forgot why they're so fun. Well,
0: you know what's so fun is um, my friend Claire started a group chain uh-huh. with me, my cousin, my friend Stephanie, and my friend Lauren, uh-huh. who I haven't talked to them in years
1: yeah you're off the grid and it you're was gonna so get all reconnected it's
0: so fun because we're like my friend stephanie can't go because their son's going to homecoming right. if you can even fathom that why are
1: people's children i know so she's like so she's like
0: just come go to the thing for a little bit and then come to my house so we're like i'm most excited to really see them, and we'll yeah. probably do what we would have done back yeah. in the day which is we go we giggle and then we go do our own thing perfect and it's that's all you need
1: you're gonna have a great time but i
0: don't feel like drinking
1: you will when you get into your high school reunion when i get into that just trust me when you get those pearls on your (laughs) shoulders, you get your no pants on and get those cute little ankle boots Uh you'll be ready to party you're gonna walk in there and the adrenaline is gonna feed you and you're gonna be like rebel vodka i feel like it's
0: gonna be like 12 people
1: nah it's the 20 year this is where they turn out Everybody starts to dwindle from here, but this is the big shebang. If okay. you've got anything to show for yourself at all, you show up for the twenty years. Let
0: me pull. I'm going to pull up the invite, and I'll tell you what the RSVP list is looking like. As far I don't as know how counts. Fairview
1: participates in the reunion. Well, you know, life, I've never. Per, you know me. I've never I participated. Thrilled that Natalie convinced you to do this too. Yeah.
0: Oh, people are posting in there. Who's going? Everyone's
1: going. 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 Rodney's going. Monica's going.
0: Going um
1: Shannon's going.
0: Going thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> How many are babies? Give me that baby. What do we got? Baby eleven. Yikes! But this is a light invite list. Invited forty. We had more than forty people.
1: Well, that's the first problem. Go through all your friends. Make sure everyone's invited. I don't want to be. Just stay out of it.
0: Um, <laughs> but I will tell you, out of the people who said they're going. It's going to be a fun time.
1: You're going to have a great time.
0: Although 13 people, they're going to notice when we sneak out.
1: Well, then make it fun. Yeah. Pressure's on, Fairview. Listen. Class of, of 2016. Wait, um, what, what year did you graduate?
0: 2016. <laughs> <2016? laughs> 2002. 2001. Oh. Yeah. Y2K. Well, you're after, but.
1: Were you afraid not. that all the systems were going to shut down and <laughs> your college re- applications wouldn't go through? Yeah. As yeah, the
0: world's going to reset? Yeah, probably. Never thought we'd be uh, living through a panty.
1: Uh-huh. Panty Now jammy. look at us. Um, yeah, that might be hitting the numbers a little bit too, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> probably some fair. foreign exchange students were coming in. California peeps, you know
0: um okay where were we going with this
1: oh i was going to talk about something else big that has happened oh please which is darlene my spiritual guru uh and wizard yeah and michelle's assistant at work
0: told michelle
1: that. that she thinks i'm psychic and set me on a path of discovery that i'm still unfolding but since we've talked I now have um, a new podcast that I listen to very regularly mm-hmm. that I'm catching up on called um, A Psychic Stories. Okay. And it's this girl, Nicole, who is psychic medium. Okay, so let me back up and explain a few key learnings that I've Please. had. So mediums are people that um, are able to either see or hear uh spiritual energy that has passed on mm-hmm. psychics um are not necessarily communing with the spirits in a seeing or hearing way so all mediums are psychic but some psychics are not mediums okay with me so yeah. far so i've just started i stumbled upon it i looked up in my podcast like psychics and mediums i just try, wanted to kind of listen to something because yeah. i truthfully don't even know what this means but it excites me. did darlene
0: explain why no and
1: realizes. my stupid sister i've been begging her since then <laughs> when can because darlene said i want to spend a few hours with her because i think that she has so many emotions because she doesn't know how to channel this and i said yes how about right this minute yeah for the next four hours Every time I see Michelle, who's here now, she's hiding in the corner, I say, tell me when I'm talking with Darlene about harnessing my gift. She says, oh yeah, I got to talk to her about that. Wait, don't you have Darlene's number? No. What? I mean, I could contact her on Facebook, but I really like putting Michelle in the middle. (laughs) So anyways, what I've also learned is that all of us are born with psychic abilities. There are multiple ways that we can be psychic. So there's... Where you see things, there's where you um, hear things, there's where you know things, Mm -hmm. where you feel things. Uh Um, And then I think there's some other ways, but those are the only ones I've gotten through so far. Oh, healing. Like, um, you know, anybody that does Reiki practices in the art of healing, Uh where you're like using your energy to pull bad energy out of other people's bodies. And I think there's some other ones, but basically they were saying that I think there's like maybe seven types, but like, if you have like four of the types, you frankly should be like a teacher and Mm -hmm. teach other people how to use their gifts because you're highly, highly skilled. Everybody's born with
0: Darlene a psychic. Yes.
1: Did you know this? Kind of, but Darlene's kind of cryptic. So she just says things sometimes like, That's really hard, but once you learn to talk with them, it's not that hard. And then you're like, what? What do you mean? But so she sprinkles it in. But yes, Darlene is psychic, and Darlene, I think, is also medium. So, anyways, there's these multiple ways that we are all born with. And some people are born with just like all things. You can be born and and have a special aptitude for basketball or not. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We all innately can dribble a ball and learn to shoot. Mm -hmm. But some people are special. And so when I started listening to these, this psychic stories, she, she interviews, I mean, basically every psychic medium that she knows and talks them about their story and how they learned about their skills and how to develop them. And so it's been very interesting just to listen to. It's never something that I've, other than like my friend Jane and, and Caitlin, like, who have kind of like some supernaturally interests. Like I just have never really been exposed to that much stuff. So I found it all very interesting. And this one girl that I listened to pretty recently was the most interesting to me because I felt like for the first time, like I was like, now this is kind of similar to me. Mm-hmm. And she basically said that growing up, she she always um, was just a do-gooder, kind of. Like she did well in school Everyone could depend on her to do well. She sort of was driven by the idea that she always wanted to do the right thing and everybody be pleased with her and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And what she sort of recognized is that she, not in the moment per se, but more as she went through life and particularly when she started working, she recognized that she just always kind of innately knew what to do Mm -hmm. in situations that she really didn't have a frame of reference for. And all of this is like very sort of like, I I just felt it. I was like, I can see myself in all of that. Mm -hmm. She said the casualty of all of it was that she found herself, you know, in her sort of early to mid twenties. And she had a career with like um, FBI or CIA, like a really good like job. And she was very successful at it. And she quickly rose to she was in her late 20s to managing lots of people and doing well. But she was also feeling very empty and drained by all of it. And um, she realized that because she always was innately pleasing people around her and trying to meet people with what they needed of her that she was inadvertently selling herself short because she was never fully being herself. She was always limiting herself based on what she thought other people wanted her to be.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I, I don't know. I just, I can see myself doing that through other phases of my life. And I also think of things like that haven't gone right and how much it's because I can't seem to figure out what I should be doing and how uncomfortable that is for me. So anyways, she said that she does this normal job and she goes through life and she probably got to like her forties and then she started discovering sort of this other side to herself and like probably similarly to like how I have just listening to things or reading things or whatever. And then she said that she was like in the closet with this for years, like on the weekends, like doing readings for people or guiding, you know, consulting people how on did careers she, and how
0: did she connect the dots to like? So,
1: um, she had she, oh, I'm gonna have to go back and tell you for sure. She might have had a, like a medium reading, mm-hmm. um, that tipped her off to it, or like she knows things about someone in her life where it's like there's just she's like there's there's things that I know that I have no way of knowing based on the context that I have of a situation. I just know it to be Mm -hmm. true. And I relate to that. Like I, and I think you also have that. Yeah. Like, I think the feeling component, you know, basically, you know, being an empath, which is something I've identified as for a while now means that I am able to pick up on other people's feelings. And I know exactly without people needing to tell me how they're feeling and how I should proceed and what I should do with that without really even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So I feel very confident I have the knowing and feeling. I also think I could develop a healing element because I think of my own body and when I know certain things are happening. So like, I think I'm probably in tune in that way just to a certain degree. Yeah. But I don't think I have seeing or hearing unless I'm just blocked right now. Yeah. So I'm trying to develop my skills. The other thing that I learned that I thought was really, really interesting is another thing we'll have to dig into more when I do my research. But it's another personality type thing, which is basically it's not astrological like your birth sign Mm -hmm. or your moon sign or anything like that. It's your soul sign. And what that means is that there's like air signs or wind air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Air signs, um, fire signs, earth signs, water signs. And she was saying within each of those signs, there's like different types. So for example, she said, I'm an earth sign, which means I'm very grounded and I'm very realistic and blah, blah, blah. She's like, but I'm also a warrior, which means I fight for what I believe in. And yeah, yeah you could be a warrior too. Mm-hmm. She said fire signs, are people that are ruled by emotions. And um, so I thought, well, I could be a fire sign, but the whole time she's saying it too, I'm like, I wonder if that's why I like water so much, maybe I'm a water sign. And she said, water signs are your peacemakers. Mm. And they're always wanting to make sure everybody's flowing together. She's, And then she said, um, some signs are fundamentally bad together. For example, um, you know, if you're an earth sign and a fire sign, don't blend well fire just completely overtakes the earth and dominates it and it's not pretty like Mm. so anyways i still need to do studying on what i am what you are what we both are what the world is new personality personality but the other thing i thought was fascinating is she said um you would have to be very very naive to believe that there aren't um that there's not bad in the world so there's just too much bad that happens to not fundamentally you know see that there are just some people that are kind of bad yeah which is sort of a hard thing for me to admit, because I think everybody could be good under the right circumstances. But anyways, see your point. Yeah. And she said, I don't like to talk about these a lot because it's not the majority of the of the world. But there are some people that she, she said she identifies as sulfur souls.
0: Ooh.
1: And in, so all the other souls, even though they're different, are all drawn to light and they're all drawn to love and the, sort of the unifying principles of growth and learning and light and love. Sulfur souls are drawn to, um, dark energy in the same way that all the other souls are drawn to light energy. And they're very, um, like just fundamental, like, I wish you read Harry Potter because then I could talk about Voldemort. But like, when you go through the, the history of Voldemort and Harry Potter, that kid was always dark and he was always doing really dark things. And it just was very clear to me, like, I'm like, well, I know Voldemort is a fictional character, but is like he, a he would be an example of a sulfur soul. And mm-hmm. and sulfur souls um, suck the life out of other people. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, every narcissist that I know is probably a sulfur soul.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just all ruled by self-interest and greed of what they need and what they have to have. And so. Um,
0: but why are there light souls that are attracted to that?
1: Well, I think, sadly, a lot of. um light souls see the hope in other people. They see the potential in other people. They see what people could be if given the right circumstances. And certain personality types, myself being one of them, so I can speak to it very clearly, like I'll push a jelly donut through a keyhole if I'm going to get you out on the other side because I just believe in the people I love so much. And so I look back on... Some of the people I've had in my life at younger times and they're, that, they weren't a good use of, of my light and love mm-hmm. because they were fundamentally not going to use it in the right way. Yeah. But I think it's very common for, you know, sulfur souls are drawn to empaths because they have all the things they don't have and they want to soak it up. Yeah. And then empaths are drawn to sulfur souls because they think they can fix them mm. and help them and be the person that, gets them on the straight and narrow and optimism is a beautiful thing, but not when it's unrealistic. Yeah. So all sorts of good things we're going to be digging into, um, in, in the age of Aquarius.
0: I'm excited for that. I know.
1: I feel like I've been on like a spiritual awakening journey since we talked and there's a lot to uncover here, but, um, so many more things that I feel like I've like, Learned, but I'm already queuing up for my lessons with Darlene on how to harness it and mm-hmm. trying to learn it because I feel like the more I learn about it, the more I can use it for good. Absolutely.
0: Well, I've got something to test your psychic ability. Ooh, what you got? What you got? Um, have you seen the intuition test? No. So Jimmy Fallon did it with um, Martin Short and okay. uh, Steve Martin. Okay. So. We're going to close our eyes okay, and we're going to try to clap at the same time. Oh, okay. Just like one clap. Hold on. All right. I'm going to close my I, eyes. Too. I've had my
1: eyes closed for hours I know.
0: <laughs> Wait, no cheating. All right. So when, when we both have our eyes closed, we just got to feel when the other person's going to clap. All right. Eyes closed.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were really good. <laughs> so I knew we would be. Two intuitive. Great. Right, let's start again. And BMS friends at the same time. Okay. One time. All right. Ready? Close your eyes. Oh, <laughs> I hesitated. That was on me. I didn't listen to my own intuition. I got too eager. I am learning to listen I to my own eager. intuition. This is real time. You got eager. I didn't. I said, "Go, no wait." Third okay. time's a charm. <gasps> I didn't even have my eyes closed. God bless it. I'm too excited. You are just <laughs> chopping it at the bit. Just we need to so open your eyes. They're closed already, and I need to see you for a reset. Okay. You look like your daughter's son. I feel like it. ready? Close your eyes. That was pretty good. I I really wanted to nail it. All right. I feel like we did. There was just a tiny echo. Tiny echo. I actually think our first one might have been our best. Yeah. We put too much thought into it. And then I just spazzed out. (laughs) You look like your daughter. That's uh, fine. I expected a more lengthy quiz, but I'll tell you. Yeah, take no, it. That it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. I will.
0: Gonna... No, actually, I'm going to do some
1: research so I can. Um, well, the bottom line is I'm learning that dig. all this really means is as much as I would love to declare. How special this makes me. And I have tried yeah. every angle with Mr. Ham. And then he'll say, if you're so psychic, then why didn't you pay that bill today or whatever? Oh, like, yeah. So I have to oh, say, yeah. like, it's not my control. I just yes. receive the messages as they come in. But what I am learning is, and this is not unique to me, everybody has their own inner voice. And we silence it over time because of what people think and what we think and what we think people think. And it all starts getting very, very muddy. But if you quiet yourself and you start listening, you will find all sorts of beautiful answers for the things that you are feeling unease about. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, Darlene just saying this to me made me just say, okay, let me take a back, you know, a backup step and start listening for you know, messages come to us in all sorts of ways, yeah, and not necessarily literally. Yeah. And so I just am receiving all of it and being aware of all of it. And it was really interesting. right after this happened, Michael and I were in Chicago, of course, for mm-hmm. our big conference. And on Friday morning, I believe, or Thursday morning, I can't remember which, we were we got our coffee and we were walking around at Grand Park. And this homeless guy came up to us and he was dressed in a black tight unicycle piece oh. like a wrestling singlet. Yeah. Uh, he had on bare feet, no shoes, shin guards from his wrist to his elbows on both arms, mm-hmm. a very long fluorescent green javelin wow. and a he fanny was... pack and then goggles around his neck. Not like ski goggles, like chemistry goggles. Oh, okay. That was his look. Okay. And he comes up to me and Michael. And Michael is the world's friendliest guy. So truthfully, if I were by myself and someone like that started trying to talk to me, I'd just be like, okay, bye. And like run off into the night. (laughs) But Michael is a delight Mm -hmm. and always the most pleasant human ever. So somehow we find ourselves talking to this guy. And I find myself just really interested in him because he almost immediately starts saying, You know, I would imagine when you've been married for a while, the greatest thing about that is, you know, you got someone that really, that really has you. Like they really love you and they're there for you. And, and I would imagine that just grows over time. And I was just like, whoa, I know. And And I said, yeah, I mean, you're right. It does. He's like, how long have you been married? And we said nine years. And he said, and he said to Michael, or he said, both of us at this point, he said, you know, they always say the woman's got to stand behind her man and the woman's got to raise her man up and be the man of the house. You know what I think? I think you need to find that in her. I think you need to hold her up. I think you need to find God in her. I think you need to love her. And Michael said, she is my princess and I will do anything for her. And I get it. And he's like, make sure you get it. And then he walked away and for about five seconds, I was like, Michael, I think he's taking a piss off the side of the bridge. <laughs> but then I was like, no, 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 just, he's just adjusting his fan of Um, And then he got to the end of the bridge and we waved to him. And I was like, I think he was an angel. I'm not kidding. Like this, I just, it was a really weird interaction. And I just started seeing the world as a series of events like that with people that you cross paths with that make no sense that you're crossing paths with. But there's something interesting. Yeah. It was really weird. I called Randy because of course Randy gets this stuff, and I was like, listen to what just happened with this guy. He was the coolest guy I've ever met. Clearly, like does not wearing shoes in a big city where you should be wearing shoes.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't know how his feet aren't more cut up, but like, how are you that sane and that profound?
0: That's incredible. And at the
1: same and Randy said. Well, maybe it's because he doesn't have anything. So what's there to do except be profound? Wow. And I thought, well, now my brain is broken.
0: Well, it's so, you you know, you were saying like, you're trying to, like intuition is listening to yourself, Mm -hmm. but it's also, I feel like we live in a world where we don't give ourselves the space or the time to Mm -hmm, think mm -hmm, or be quiet mm -hmm, or be bored. mm -hmm. I mean, imagine what happens when you're actually-
1: Well, you get uncomfortable. Most people do because you do. Every time I tell you to take a long weekend, you get uncomfortable because- (laughs) sure. I mean, but
0: there's a difference too between even taking time off because you could take a long weekend Mm -hmm. and still be on your phone. Right. Watching TV or listening to a podcast. Like when do we ever just sit in the silence and, well, and I'm think- discovering
1: that an important part of listening to yourself is learning to decipher between you know your sort of inner voice at and your ego and they and they're both good things you know what I mean mm-hmm. our ego is what gives us our individuality truly like that's what makes us our own sort of personality but I think balancing those two things is really important because, you know, if we let our ego run away with everything, then we're not centered in like the best for everyone. Mm-hmm. And our egos will trick us sometimes into thinking, you know, oh no, this is what what we need for the greater good or whatever. But like, so learning to decipher between those things, learning to balance both of them, you know, an ego is not bad. You just need to balance it in the right way so that it can be used in the right way. Mm -hmm. So I will have so much to discuss. We're going to unfold and unpack a lot of this.
0: I love that. Do you want to know Mm -hmm. It's so funny, which I'm not poo-pooing these notes because I feel like I was on a roll. Yeah. But these were my notes for episode 28, (laughs) which you pointed out, it's 29, um, forever ago. Like, I feel like I was listening to a podcast and I was like, it was all about success yeah. and drive. Um, so my, my title was how to be successful, dot, 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 like I know. But there was so much they kept going back to um, creating no matter what level of success that you're at, we will pr- we will plateau unless we become very selective about how we spend our time mm-hmm. and we have to keep adjusting and making space To think and making space to prioritizing the right things to even think about Mm -hmm. and channel our energy. Mm -hmm. So you're right. If you think about all the distractions, like you have these gifts where maybe a lot of people have these gifts, like, but we're so distracted, you don't ever harness them or really think about them. them, Yeah, can't
1: think about how they could be useful. Or, but then I thought, well look at this. We already have a podcast and we already are Mm -hmm. talking about everything we feel. So this is just another thing that we will try and tackle. And I think you raised an excellent point that further, as you get better and better and better at what you do and lift other things out and pass to other people to carry things that you can't carry. I also think the danger of that is getting better and better and better and better and better at one particular thing knowing that we learn the most and we stretch the most and we grow the most from the things we don't know.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So how do we keep bringing that in and enough challenge in so that we don't, you know, get humbled by the bad stuff or yeah. Yeah. Questions for another day. And you're too glassy I had to solve it today.
0: I know I am, but you did, um, you did say a lot of really beautiful things. Well, sure. Just I, right there
1: then. I hope I did. And prior. I always forget what we talk about. P.S. They just like black out while we're doing this, as you know. Yeah. And my sister reminded me something I'd already forgotten. What? That the discussion on the animals was pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I forgot about that. that was good. My favorite thing to do is after we finish recording. Yeah. I get in my car and I listen to as much as
1: I can listen to. Usually just a 15 to 20 drive minute. home. Then you call me in the morning. And I've I already giggle. listened to it twice and yeah. I tell you it's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I always laugh like in those 10 <laughs> to 15 minutes that I get to listen to. I'm like, that's funny. And I always
1: say, tell me if it's good or we're stupid. And then she always writes to me. And she's like, we're great. We're real funny. And I'm like, oh, good. Faith if we again. do
0: say so ourselves. Yeah.
1: We're very modest. Um, okay. Wow, this was a delight. Yes, I missed you. I missed you. We won't be gone so long. No. And in the meantime till next time there's, there's always, always brunch.